Welcome to this week's Metaphysical Worldwide Presents, your weekly podcast for everything metaphysical. I'm Jamie Ahern, and I'm sitting in with Jen Bergeson, and collectively, we are the co-founders of Metaphysical Worldwide. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about personal truth versus collective consciousness and why it all matters. Um, What is personal truth from a spiritual perspective? How can we discover our own from information that we receive from the collective consciousness? And before we get into it, Jamie, I really just want to put out another disclaimer. I feel, I feel like this is going to be like a, a weekly thing for me, giving disclaimers yeah, to the audience. But it's okay. It, it has to be done, right? So number one, yeah. we swear like truck drivers. So if you have little Constant. kids in the room, get them the fuck out because we don't, we don't want them uh, hearing us. That's number one. Number two because we're talking about such a a sensitive subject to a lot of people, right? It's important for us to kind of just say, look, this is, this is our, these are our opinions. It's our show. It's our opinions, right? Um, If it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's fine too. We're not looking to push anything uh, or any concepts or anything on anyone, but at the same time, we're not looking for debate either, right? I I think that that's fair. It is fair. These are our okay. truths. These are our journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like you said, it might resonate with people and it might not, but it's not to uh, discredit anyone else or anyone else's journey or anyone else's belief. Um, we're all free to believe what we want. Exactly. And I, th- I think that's that's actually the beautiful thing about what we're going to kind of get into with the collective uh, consciousness. So um, first, let's try to define what truth is, though, right? Mm. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot in the past, I don't know, I'd say probably four years or so. Um, and, and to me, you know, truth from a spiritual perspective, it's whatever resonates with you, either from an Mm -hmm. actual experience or maybe coming across a a concept, um, or, or terms or something like that, that seems more reasonable than not. Right. That's, that's how I look at it. That's how I'm forming my truth. But what about you, Jamie? Yeah, I think that I would agree with that. Um, I haven't really looked it up or really thought about it, but I it, it right. is. It's whatever resonates with you. And mine has changed drastically mm-hmm. from time to time over the years due to just maybe, maybe it could have been something that happened or maybe it was just, most of the time it's been events that happen in my life right. that change my truth or, or open my eyes to what I thought was true. Um, so yeah, I, I really strongly am with you on that. I think it's whatever resonates with you as a person. Um, I think maybe everyone else's, everyone's truth might be different. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is all religions, right. And spiritual practices, they can hold pieces of your personal truth, but I don't think that one single thing will be the absolute truth if you're actively searching within yourself. And I think that's really I important. And just agree. like you had said, you know, your personal truth can change. That's that's true too. We see that with science, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Pluto used to be a planet, right? And it's no longer like classified and, a planet or something like that. So yeah, it was, and like, then it wasn't, and then it, it was. And now it is or something like I that. I don't know. So, so things oh, can change, right? And the Big Bang Theory is... Mm, not that too. true apparently well the scientists say um i heard that uh, a couple weeks right. ago 
Right. And that's, and, and that's, that's just so like, you just got to keep your mind on that. Like, so when you mm-hmm. look at like the natural world and you look at, um, things that were discovered and then like you said okay now now we know the big bang theory maybe doesn't exist right all right so you can say the same thing about yourself when it comes to your personal truth as you grow and develop and as you mm-hmm. have you know personal experience your belief system will change too yes um a lot of people get trapped in a belief system because that's where that's how they grew up and that's how they grew up. That's where that's it started. How, that's how it came. That's, yeah. Right. And it's no different than, you know, and we're not going to talk about politics today, God forbid, but it's no different no. than the political systems, right, that we have in, in the U.S. where, you know, if you grow up in a conservative family, when you turn 18, your chances are you're going to register to vote as a Republican. That was true for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I grew up in a conservative family. So, you know, when I turned 18, my, my mother, I'll never forget it. Oh my God. Um, we, we, were, we were at the town hall and she, you know, and I'm filling out the form to register to vote. And she's like, no, you're going to check this box. You're going to check this box. Right. And oh. it was the Republican box. So, but that's not, I mean, you know, all of my core values are, are definitely more liberal. Right. So yeah. I, I think like I can juxtapose the two, like uh, religion and politics and mm-hmm. how people are indoctrinated as they grow up. And this is how, this is what they believe and they're locked into it. So mm-hmm. m- from my perspective, finding your personal truth is saying, I don't want to be locked into it anymore. I believe in my sovereignty as a human being, right? Yes. 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 All right. Did and you I- have a similar experience growing up, by the way? Or- um. I did because my dad was Catholic, so he he always went to uh, Catholic school. He was actually, fun fact, he was going to be a priest, but oh, wow. ended up turning into a musician slash environmentalist. So that that was different. Um, mm. And my mom, I believe, was form some form of christianity you know yeah. how they have protestant or or something like that yeah there's like eight different um, i don't even remember yeah there's like eight different and and when i was younger we went to church my brother and i on sundays because my mom was working and that's what it was a place for us to go the church mm-hmm. would pick us up we'd go to church and right. um it was a place for us to go so as i got into my teenage years you know i i went off and on you know didn't but there was always that solid like there's there's a God, there's Jesus was a man and he did Mm. this. And you know what I mean? There was always Mm -hmm. that, that, and that fear of if I do something wrong, I'm Mm going to, I'm going to hell because I did this wrong or, you know, um, so always living under that guilt, that religious guilt, I want to call it. Um, yeah, it's like it's gotta be nerve wracking for you. Now I didn't it grow is. up like that. I, I wasn't is. I didn't grow up be. religious at all. I mean, I didn't um, come from a, a family that was full of atheists or anything. I was yeah. an atheist at some point in my life earlier in my life in my early adulthood, but I, I'm no longer an and atheist. I always had um I always felt a little different because I always could feel energies and I could always mm-hmm. f- see things a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um in college, I took a course. It was a religious course, but it was the study of religion. So the professor- I like those. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, out of all the classes I've ever taken, it was the best, most, I've got so much out of that class. 
and it mm-hmm. had nothing to do with my degree, but I got so much out of that class. Um, the study of religion and um, the professor was uh, Muslim. So we had a Catholic priest come in, a Buddhist priest, mm-hmm. um, a Hindu priest, a you know Muslim priest. So we had all these different religions come in and they would teach us about their religion. The one common factor was they all pointed to a God, but they all they were all so different and their different mm-hmm. beliefs and their different, you know, the way they saw things and the way it, it, it was very eye-opening. And that right there, that mm-hmm. class made me question everything, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. oh, and there was Because Judaism. what's the truth, right? I mean, at, the, yes. at that point, what's, what's the, the what truth? Are, what's right. the truth, right? We have, you have Judaism three, that, right. that doesn't even recognize the New Testament, right? right. So you're like, yeah. What three what three great religions this? of the world. Great religions right. of the world. And you know, you can't possibly look at each individual religion and say, well, this one's the absolute truth. Exactly. Because they they all they all have value. They did. Right? They they all have something, something from all of them. That's I took right. away something from all of them. And right. and I think at, at the end of that class, that's when I was questioning a lot of things. Just right. where, why, what, how, you know. Um, well, and people tend to understand things and grasp things based on their own level of consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Um, which, by the way, is not higher or lower, better or worse than anybody else's, right? So if you have somebody who looks at one form of spirituality or one religious uh, r- religion or religious practice, and they say, nope, this is the absolute truth, that's just where they are, and that's okay. Right. Can we just agree that that's okay? There's nothing Absolutely. wrong with that. Yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself an atheist now. I consider myself awakened. Um, mm-hmm. And you and I will talk about that, like how that happened. But mm-hmm. I definitely see things a lot differently. Um, I don't go to church anymore because I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like I need to pay someone to, for them to explain oh, yeah, the a book to thing. me, yeah, yeah, to explain a book to me that perhaps they're not even interpreting correctly themselves. Yeah. Um, so, however, I've well, and things this- change too. I mean, it's like we're talking about how many years later this this yeah, book is written exactly. what, a thousand years ago or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, they and were you, you, they you were fucking that making that- wine into water. If I could exactly. do that every day. You know, I mean, some forget about it. I sit there and say to myself, it doesn't it's like your spiritual connection. I'm going to call it a connection. And for yes. me, it's not an, it's not a belief that I have. It's a knowing that I have. Yeah. OK. Just because of the actual experiences that I've had in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it brings me because I'm, I'm a skeptic. I'll tell you, man, I fought I fought it. I, my spiritual journey, I fought it every step of the way. I was like, am I fucking crazy? And then I'm like, no, I'm a Capricorn. I'm not crazy. I can't, <laughs> I can't, like, be, I can't be crazy. I'm the most down-to-earth, grounded person you right. probably ever meet. And it just, you know, once you open that door, right? Like even psychically, once you open the door, you can never shut it. Yeah. So, so what was your awakening? What, what brought uh, you to your current truth? I well, would just say your current, maybe. Yeah. It sounds like you've had a journey. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's, it's been a tawdry long and tawdry journey. Like I, (laughs) I feel like, um, you know, I've had experiences even when I was younger, like psychic experiences, all kinds Mm -hmm. of weird things, but my things 
the things I've I've experienced happen more in the physical than like like we had said last week, like when I get an intuitive impression, it's not like a picture pops in my head, right? Like right. it's just like information. It's just like boom, I just know. Right. But, um, you know, I remember being a kid in high school, and my mom's got the same talents and gifts that I have, by the way. I remember being a kid in high school and I come home from, I don't know, I think it was a Friday night, came home late. I was just getting into bed and um, I started, and I I swear to God, no drinking, no drugs that night. I swear (laughs) to God, it was just me. Okay. Came home and I hear the most beautiful opera music I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, it truly was angelic. Okay. And and okay. I I was like, and I just remember being so afraid sitting right. there. I must have been like what, 16, 17 years old, About sitting that, on my bed yeah. and thinking to myself, what in the fuck is this? I mean, <laughs> but it was like I couldn't stop listening to it because it was so beautiful. But the spooky part of the story is not the fact that I heard this beautiful opera music. Um, just like clear as day and loud too. But my mother also heard it because, she, and she, I wish we'd had her on the show. I should have, I should have called her and said, Hey ma, will you come on the show? Cause she yeah. would have told you too. She actually yelled down the stairs. Cause my bedroom was downstairs. She yelled downstairs. She's like, Jennifer, turn that music off. And I thought to myself, I'm not crazy. Like yeah, she can hear too. So I, I got off, got out of the bed open the door. And I was like, what music are you hearing? Because remember, I'm one of those people, like, I got to get the evidence, right? Yeah. I can't, I can't just be like, cause she could have been talking about anything. It could have been, I don't know. It could have been Metallica. I was playing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, what did you hear? And she said, she's like, you're, what are you playing classical music down there for? Right. Yeah. And it was like, I don't own any classical music, you know, like what, what are you talking <laughs> about? 16. So there's, I was 16, right? 16, 17. So basically, you know, I've had experiences like that my whole life, but at some point, you know, the physical world, it just beats you the hell down. And mm-hmm. I was beat mm-hmm. down. I think I was on my second divorce at that time. And I wow. was like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? And I remember driving home. I worked at a hospital in Norwich, uh, Connecticut. And I was driving home. I lived in Hartford, this little studio apartment, you know, it was just like, oh, my life was horrible. And I just remember thinking to myself, and I think I probably even said it out loud. I said, God damn it. I said, I don't, I don't subscribe to the notion of God, but motherfucker, if you exist, you better fucking prove it because I'm tired of the suffering that I'm in. Like, there's gotta be a bigger purpose. There's gotta be something else here. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I was at my breaking point. Like it was very difficult for me. So I go home, I lay down. The next morning, I'm kind of in that stage. I'm like almost like half awake, half asleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I hear in my um, right. I was uh, I was laying on my right side, so it was yeah, it was my right ear. I hear in my right ear this woman's voice, but. It sounded really like it sounded like a warped record. Have you ever heard like a warped record being yeah. played, or like Charlie Brown's teacher, for example? Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so it sounded like that. But the more I strained to hear it to see if I could hear it more clearly, the more I would wake up. And once oh. I got to a full state of awakened, mm-hmm. awakened state, basically, that was it. The voice was gone. So I immediately 
went to my friend, Kate, who is an audiologist. She's a doctor. And I said, hey, listen, I want to ask you something. And of course, again, I want to collect the evidence. And I said, so how does the ear really work? Like, let's say that something was on one vibration, you know, I can't even say vibrational frequency. And some somebody else was talking to you from another frequency. Like, would it sound different? Would it sound warped? And she's like, well, you know, that's an interesting question. She's like, there's no way to test it or measure it really, Yeah, you know, from, from her perspective. But she's like, I'm, I, I think it probably could happen. And that was it. All it took was for a medical professional to say it's possible. And from right. there, that was it. I started, you know, meditating and I started having mm-hmm. all these other greater experiences. Um, in my life, but that really was my, my spiritual awakening, you know, because I had something that I felt was tangible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you, you got the research. Well, you did the research with the doctor. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, and even, even today, if something happens, if I have an experience, it's not like I look at it and I'm just like, Oh my God, I had this. And I look at it uh, from a very, like from a scientific lens, what does right. this mean? How is this possible? How did this happen? And am I having the same experiences over and over again? You know, that type of thing. Um, but that's, again, that's my personal truth, right? That's where yep. my truth comes from is from my experiences and, you know, also listening to other people too and their mm-hmm. experiences. So, yeah, that was the awakening. I mean, mine yep. definitely. I was just going to ask you changed. about yours. Well, it changed. Um I know you and I had uh, that big conversation. <laughs> uh, which one? <laughs> um, you know, we have we're a lot at of work, big conversations. Being, being managers and supposed to be working and, oh, you know. Oh, God. Blown off the day and saying, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just com- not venting to one another and, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to hell. That's That was always how I felt. Like. Oh, yeah. I know. You know, you, you know how you go to a theme park and you see somebody and you're like why are you wearing that and then you in my mind i would immediately be like i'm going to hell oh i shouldn't be judging people i shouldn't judge somebody because who am i to judge which Mm -hmm. you know that's how i've always felt and you were like you know there and you just said it with it was just so like there is no hell you know and i was just like what are you talking about Mm. and um just how you presented it to me by then, I like, had gotten so far into witchcraft because I am a third degree high priestess now at this point. But I, I understood from what I consider a technical perspective, yeah, that that energy is, is just energy. It's not, you know, yeah. So it's we're we're all energy, and we're, and and once you that was the opening awakening door, and from that point, and you know this, that's mm. when I started. I started buying the books and started, mm-hmm. you know, reading and started realizing that we all are, we're all energy. We're all all different vibrations, mm-hmm. um, and it just it just snowballed into me just realizing that <clears throat> I'm I'm just part of the universe, and it, it just it awakened me so much that it it actually helped when my dad passed because when my dad passed was Mm -hmm. another big event in my life that sure definitely made me feel 
um, resentful towards my, you know, born religion, I guess I would say. Um, but my new awakening gave me peace because I was able to see the signs and synchronicities in Mm -hmm. every day. You know, there's a Cardinal that there has not been a day since my dad passed that I do not see a Cardinal or it Mm. comes up to the tree or, and my kids can attest to it. My husband, who's completely skeptical about everything, he, he sees it. um, Mm -hmm. Or just when I'm in a moment and I, I need that, I just need that something will, something will arise, you know, a song or, or something. Um, but I'm, I'm looking for yeah. those signs and synchronicities and that's helped me with my truth. Have you ever had a past life regression, by the way? No, I haven't. Oh I God, we, you got to do it. You to, Listen. I wanted you to do one, but you're like, eh, it's well, hard no, I will, we're virtual. I, well, we are virtual, but if I ever see you in person, I, I can definitely do it for you. Um, it's, it's something that, further changed my life. You want to talk about personal truth. Yeah. It was crazy because I had a really hard time meditating. Meditation is such an important it is, part of I know. awakening it is the hardest anything, thing for me. But it is difficult, man, because my brain goes a hundred miles an hour mm-hmm. in I five different Virgo directions. And I can't stop thinking. I can't right. I cannot. It is the yeah. hardest thing for me. Right. And so I what had did you to do well, I mean, it took, I think for the first year, it was really like me just trying to control my breathing mm-hmm. and allowing those thoughts to just come in and out and not not pay attention. But like, you know, something would come into my mind and I'd be like, oh, that's right. I got to put, you know, broccoli on the grocery list or something like it was like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, stupid I shit. Mean, stupid stupid shit, shit at the stupidest moment. You're like, God, I don't want to think oh about God. this. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it took me about a year to really be able to control that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went, I started going into, I spent a year in, in isolation too, by the way, except yeah. for work, except for work. Um, I, when I, when I moved to um, Vernon, that was it. I, I said, I, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to go anywhere unless it's a necessity. And I basically spent a year like just working on shadow work, um, yep. healing my inner child, you know, doing the meditation, learning how to do that right. Okay. Right. Um, started getting into my witchcraft and stuff uh, around that time. Um, but then I started, I went to this meditation group and mm-hmm. um, it was about, yeah, it was, I would say after a year, I felt ready to get out and socialize again. And I didn't know anybody in the area. So I go to this, this group and um, and we're not going to say any names on the show, by the way. We're not going to say no. any names. No, we're but not going to. I met this girl there that I felt such a powerful connection to. It was unbelievable. And I said to myself, I don't understand why I feel this way. Like, I fucking know this bitch from somewhere, you know? Yeah. So, I went on to YouTube and I was looking at all these different meditations and all of a sudden this one comes up and I'm going to give a plug unlock your life uh the unlock your life channel from YouTube is fantastic I mean I listen to it almost daily uh, especially at night I'll I'll go to bed with a lot of those meditations but anyway um I saw that there was a past life regression meditation I said oh let me try this I did it nothing happened I did it yeah Three more times, nothing happened. On the fifth right. time, on the fifth, and this is what's so spooky. On the fifth time, remember that number, five, all of a sudden I started seeing, like, you know, she's walking. She's like, oh, you're going down this tunnel and you're doing all this stuff. I said, okay, I'm going to do this. 
instead of seeing like nothing, which is what I usually would see, mm-hmm. I actually saw these. It, it wasn't like a tube. It was like circles and it was yeah. swirling colors of like royal purple and gold. Oh, and that was the first time I ever saw that. And I said, I don't know what this is, but I want to go. I felt like I was tripping on acid. Okay. And I right. said, this is, I'm down for this. I'm here for it. Right. <laughs> here for it. I'm here Line for me it. Up. Let's go. Right. So I'm going down the tube. I'm going down, you know, passing through the circles and man, I fell into like, I call it a pilgrim house. It was like this pilgrim house, but I'm not going to get into, I want to do past life regression stories on another show. Yeah, so I'm not going to get sure. into the whole thing. But the point is, is that through that experience, that woman that I had met at that meditation, she, she was, she was my wife in another life. I'm not, wow. and, I, and I also did another um, past life regression, which also confirmed it, but it was a different life. We had two different lives and my friend Kathy, who's a psychic medium, she's actually going to come onto the show, one of our future shows. She did this spontaneous like channeling one night at my house because I was so angry with this woman. We had a big fight. I was so angry with mm-hmm. her. And I said, I never want to see her again. And all of a sudden, Kathy just went into this trance and, I mean, brought all this information, okay, about yet another life that we had shared together. And I thought to myself, this is crazy. But the number five is, you know, it's like if you believe in numerology and see, this is where I'm saying about personal truth and getting yeah. from all yeah. these different things, all these right? Different things, yeah. All these different things. So, like, you know, physical experiences, past life regressions, meditations, numerology, mm-hmm. you know, you name it. We're, we're taking, I take from everything, right? Yeah. And so yeah. when you add up the day that we met, it equals out to five. My birthday equals out to five. Her birthday equals out to five. Like the the street, um, the number of the house that I grew up in, it was five, five. Okay. It was like all of these fives. And I look back, this is where patterns and trends come in so handy. When you are looking at your life and you're looking at your spiritual journey, you're like, let me just take a look back at my life for a second because motherfucker, I see fives everywhere now. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. All throughout my life a consistent theme which everyone well maybe not everyone knows but 555 the angel number is um for change Mm -hmm. major change is coming right well let me tell you it was it was a major change i mean meeting her changed my life for the better because it deepened my spiritual connection in ways that i can't even explain to this day I, i i mean i really do owe her everything you know um but things like that you know, are, are, are you just, you, that's the beauty of the world that we live in. That from yeah. my perspective, the beauty of the world right. isn't like, oh, let me look out the window. Oh, it's a beautiful day. No, the beauty of the world is finding these little pieces of the puzzle that you're like, oh my God, I understand myself and my soul yes. and my own journey a little bit more. Right. right. Yeah. Because everybody wants to know what, what am I here for? Why am I here? Why are we here? Right. What do we do? You know, that was always, you know, from the dawn I was of time. thinking from the dawn of time. Yeah. What are we doing here? Why are we here? What is my purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of how we started this, um, this company is because I don't know if I want to call it a midlife crisis, but <laughs> I well, needed to find my purpose because it was just, I was tired of following blindly mm-hmm. um, and not mm-hmm. questioning things, you know, yeah. going, going to church and doing this and then feeling this, this heavy guilt. And it's like, I don't even know why I feel guilty about something, but 
I do. Well, it's because you know? you've been told, you were told in your formative right. years that you should feel guilty. Exactly, and that's the danger just, of, of the da- blind faith. That's the just danger. following blindly, just walking yeah. around like a zombie. Um, yeah. So what what are some of those dangers of somebody following blindly? What well, do you think? I mean, so for me, you know, again, my personal opinion, not up for debate, in case anybody was wondering, um, you know, to <laughs> blindly follow the word of another, okay? Even my word, don't take my word for it. Go out and have your own experiences. Right. Don't listen to me. Don't listen. I mean, listen to me. If it resonates, great. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. that's fine too. But you need to search yourself, dude. That's what you need to do, right? Yeah. But in my opinion, that's the biggest danger of personal growth in truth itself is to follow blindly the word of another, right? Right. Yeah. Um, you don't limit yourself to one spiritual experience or one set of spiritual beliefs. I mean, mm-hmm. in this physical realm that we live in, we have to allow space uh, for absorption, understanding, and reflection of all ideas and concepts. So even though I'm I'm a I'm a witch, right? I, I mean, even though I'm a witch, I still look at Christ consciousness. I still look right. at you know Buddhism. I still look at other areas. Um, that I don't actively practice in because I still believe that they have value, right? Yes. But and, but I'm not going to like blindly follow it either, right? Yeah, and I think I think it is having that freedom. It derives, it does derive from the ability to to choose your own truth. Truth. Yeah. Because I once, mean, once I felt awakened, once I started doing my own research, and like, I mean, you you haven't seen my book collection, but it's got, I have not, it's yeah. grown and grown and grown. And, you know, you talk about being a witch. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't want to take society's word for what they think it means. I'm going to do, I'm going to do some research mm-hmm. for myself. And, and I think that that's the most important thing here is that we have the ability to find our own truth ourselves. The knowledge Correct. is out there. It's out there. Don't believe the, I go back to the the religion class because this was at a very heightened time, um, you know, where a lot of people looked at Muslims and Islam as a very dangerous religion. Oh, but, is this around nine eleven that you mean? It, I mean, it, it was a little bit later. Oh, but, oh okay, okay. Um, going to the mosque because I went, I went to the mm-hmm. mosque, seeing the people, seeing. I'm like. I don't believe I, there is. They're beautiful people. And, yeah, beautiful. There's extremists, and this is one thing I would love people. Oh, to listen, understand. the Christians are probably more extreme. Listen, in every religion, <laughs> every single and one. Yeah, to to blindly listen to those people spewing hate, spewing, you know, mm-hmm. n- nastiness about you know Judaism or or Muslim or it, it's yeah, it's. It enrages me, actually. It, because- yes, and it's also ignorance. That's where ignorance yeah. comes from. Educate yourself. Read a book. Yeah. Look it up. Um, understand that th- these are people that when they were born, their their family were Muslim. So they're born into their religion. You know, they don't they don't see it any well again if it resonates ours. for them that's fine if, if exactly. that's you know if, if that's what they truly believe there's nothing absolutely nothing wrong no, with it it's beautiful it's a beautiful it's, religion correct it really and is. that's and that's the thing where it's you know i sit there and it, I, it's almost like people are rooting their own team on 
when they want to bash other religions, right? Yes, or they, or, exactly. Or even like, look at what witches have gone through. Oh my God, look at what oh, my yeah. people have gone I mean, through. Salem, I mean, the Salem you guys were burned at the stake. <laughs> we've, been, we've been burned in every country on the burned. planet. Are you kidding me? I mean, we've been burned at the stake over there. Yeah, even within witchcraft, you have people saying, oh, do you walk the right-hand path, the left-hand path? Are you a black witch, white witch, gray witch? Green witch. Green witch, whatever the fuck you are. And it's like, I'm just, I'm eclectic. And and I do what I want. Let's put it and that you're way. In your own sovereignty. I'm in. I'm in my own sovereignty. And that was, yeah. You make a very good point about sovereignty, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you will lose your sovereignty if mm-hmm. you succumb to just. I I guess like just focusing on one thing, right? Like you're going to lose your sovereignty. There's nothing Blindly wrong with it. If you're if walking, you're willing yeah. to do that, there's nothing wrong with it. Because you're because of your free will. If you're willing to do it, fine. Yes. But I'm not willing to give my sovereignty up for anything. Right. And you know That's oppression of good, the soul. That's oppression of the soul. Yeah. Because um my husband and I were talk we talk about this sometimes. And if if they came out, say the church came out tomorrow and was like, <laughs> Yeah, so which church are we real. talking about? The Catholics say oh, the Vatican came out. Let's just say mm-hmm. they came out and they're like, so just wanted to let you know, gotcha. None of this was real. Okay. Mm-hmm. God doesn't exist. Jesus. Nope. Just a man, carpenter, just a boy. We yeah. don't, none of this is real. There would be pandemonium because. Of course. Yeah. You're shaking someone's foundation. People, people need, I, I understand. That's why I can respect anybody's beliefs because I understand that person needs that to believe in. And that's fine. That's your truth. That's perfectly fine. But if you're a person stuck feeling guilty or feeling like, I just don't know, I'm unsure, like I can't, you don't feel like you can have found your personal truth. There are so many ways that you can start your journey. And Mm -hmm. this is what we're this is what we're trying to explain on this podcast. Like my truth is different from yours. I respect yours. You respect mine. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you helped me with mine, which I will always be indebted because not in, you know what I mean? Well, and you know, um, what's so funny. I just gotta, I gotta say this really quick because you've said that a couple of times now that I've helped you, but you know, what's so funny. And this is the beautiful thing. And you're proving my point. And this is what I love, right? Tangible evidence. <laughs> I was literally just having a conversation with you, but what I said struck a chord in you and it made you go in a different direction. But this is what I said at the beginning of the show, right? Where it's like listening to other people. If it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. And that's the whole point. So even though you want to, you know, thank me and thank you for thanking me, but like, (laughs) honestly, I was just having a conversation. Yeah, we were. That's the way it should be. Another weird thing is, you know, I don't know, maybe you've been a part of my past beef core because I've, we've probably, I feel connected. We've connected at since work, and it was just like that was it. Like, that was it. We were unstoppable. That was it. That we was still it. Are. And like the things that we accomplished together, just being. And by the way, we've never physically seen each other. We've only ever talked oh. to each other <laughs> on camera so for the last seven years. Yeah. And the connection we have via phone, via camera, has just been so yeah. 
strong enough for we us have to a long distance relationship Jamie. we do we do and see, listen this gives hope to anybody who has a long distance relationship that it can work motherfucker we send we've each, known other, each other for seven years and we've yeah, never we send each, each other. other christmas presents we were there yeah. for each other on their birthdays yes we but kids cats you know whatever everything all everything. of it yeah um so what are some what are what are some good ways that you think that if it's somebody's listening to us right now, like, you know yeah. what, I really think that I'm well, ready to I, start finding mine. Yeah. The, truth. the first thing I want to say is you're never, you're never too young and you're never too old. Absolutely. And here's Absolutely. why I say that because time doesn't fucking exist. Okay. It just doesn't. Okay. It. All it right. Doesn't. It doesn't. And in the physical realm, it exists, but in the universal realm, it does not in exist. All the dimensions, so it, doesn't it doesn't. We're just energy so and vibrations. We're going to whenever. That <laughs> yes, we will definitely. But whenever, whenever you feel moved mm -hmm. to change your perspective about your spirituality, your beliefs, that's when you should start. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, it also, I, I really got to say this, don't force exploring that. You yeah. need to let it happen organically. And that's yes. because sometimes yes. people, they, they need a change in their life. They're like, you know mm -hmm. what? I just want to rush in. I want to do yes. everything right now. I want to know. I want to change everything immediately. Your soul's evolution doesn't, it, your soul doesn't care about time, right? And it, and it doesn't need everything to be done immediately. Oh, that is so you, on point, I mean, Jen. It, you just have to like let things happen. Let your yes. let your kid curiosity like go back to when you were a child right. and you were curious about everything, right? Let that curiosity develop and blossom in you again. Start and, small, right? And start small. Take a look at the current beliefs that you have. Write it down on a piece of paper if you have mm -hmm. to. This is what mm -hmm. I believe. Okay, and then do the five whys. We do that in corporate America all the time. The five yes, whys, absolutely. All right. So why do I believe this? B because this is how I was raised. That's what most people will say, right? This is how I was raised. Right. Okay, well, but did you have, you know, conversation? Like, do you have yeah. anything to back it up? Like, does this resonate with you? Does it feel? Yeah, does it still resonate with you? Are you, does still, it still are you questioning yeah. these things? Right, right. right. I mean, because sometimes people, wake, they awaken because they find themselves in oppressive belief systems. Yes, Okay, yes. where maybe and, women are equal, or you know, like you know, it, well, I, I mean, there's I'm all not kinds into of that, <laughs> right? Or they look at like look at the Catholic Church; they have that big really, child yeah. sex scandal going on, covering up priests and everything. Oh, like boy. that, nothing would have awoken me more than that. I'll tell you, somebody, yeah. somebody hiding. You know, well, there was also where the the Pope, the Pope, um, he was okay with the gay marriage with gay marriage. He was okay yeah. with that. And that yeah. was something against the Catholic belief for years. For and years. Years and years and years. years. They and still complain suddenly, about it. Right. And suddenly this <laughs> new Pope Until I go comes, marry their daughter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly kidding. this new Pope comes out and yeah. he's like, no, it's okay. They're people like yeah. he brought this. Well, they have so to, you know, at this point, probably. Definitely made people question. But to go back on the organically, um, I want to touch on that because my journey started, what was it like two years ago? Well, like by 2020, 2019. Mm -hmm. But I remember, remember I was telling you, I'm like, I ordered this crystal and I got this and I got this. The, I just kept feeling like I need to get all these things. I got mm -hmm. all these tools and I bought all these things. Didn't know how to use any of them. Didn't know what they were for. Didn't know why I needed them. I just needed them. Mm -hmm. um, it could have been my impulse. You never know. But <laughs> I I was letting these things happen organically. Mm -hmm. And I just, I started with 
the root chakra. Like I started with chakras. You know, well, a lot of this comes from past lives too. And that's why, journey. that's why I tell you, that's why I tell you to look at your past lives because I remember being six years old drawing pentagrams on my, on the uh, carpet in my bedroom. And I didn't ah. grow up in a religious household at all. I didn't even know what witchcraft was until my early twenties. So, right. I mean, you know, I, I sit here and go, how the fuck would I have known that? Right. How would I have known that? So that's why I'm saying if you had a, a connection to crystals and all these other things and oh, you yeah. feel really passionate about it, there's I something there for you to investigate and that's where your curiosity needs to take over. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I started yeah. with um, learning more about chakras and, you know, all the seven chakras and how to start getting that in line alignment. And oh, it's so good when you get those spinning though. I'm telling you, you yeah, can feel but that that's energy where the pull. kind of, oh my God, mm -hmm. that's where the journey started leading me. And now like, you know, I'm going to be studying to be Reiki master because that's mm -hmm. where this journey has led me. Um, and just, I love that feeling that, that high vibrational feeling of being able to have everything open. So, you know, if you don't know where to start, you got, you can always start there. You can start with developing your chakras and like learning yeah. that kind of meditation. And for me, guided meditation is so much easier because my mind yes. can get focused and there's tons and tons of guided free. meditations on free, free. on YouTube, free on YouTube. Um, start with your roots because that's your foundation. Um, and just, just let that play for a little while. Like while you're sleeping, you, there's some that are like, there's some that are like 60 minutes. I usually try to find like a 10 minute one mm -hmm. because I have kids. I don't have time. Yeah, Start small. Um, start yeah. small. And just meditation is so key. Melt away. And yeah. it's great when you're going to sleep because it puts you in this, um, you know, Zone. dreamlike Delta alpha state. And mm -hmm. um, also for me going out, I'm a very big outside person. Like, earthing I, i'm surprised to hear that really i love i don't know why <laughs> i love earthing well i grew up in florida and i'm a what we call a jiffy foot so run around with no shoes on child oh, okay. all right so i was always just me in the ground like so taking a walk outside some of you may not want to walk without shoes in the grass but um being outside being in nature that can also help you with meditation because of the vibrations. Oh, absolutely. All of everything around you. Absolutely. So, Anytime yeah. I do, you know, spell work or maybe I'll do ritual. Beltane is, you know, we're in Beltane right now. I got to do ritual for that probably tonight. But anyway, um, after I, I am so drained of energy because mm -hmm. there's so much output of energy at the altar. I literally need to go stand outside it barefoot. Yeah. Barefoot, very difficult, yep. very difficult in the winter, obviously, because there's snow yeah. on the ground or it's cold. <laughs> but in that case, I'll do a ritual bath and let, you know, that the element yes. of water kind of, you know, rejuvenate me. It's it's really right. bizarre. And you, until you start doing energy work like Reiki or mm -hmm. maybe you are a witch and you, you practice at the altar or whatever, until you understand the energy inside of you, you I mean, honest to Christ, I I, I still cannot believe it to this day that how much energy is taken from me when I do a working and how much the earth gives back to me. And this is the, this yeah. is the cycle. This is and the whole cycle. We're definitely going to have to have connected. a whole podcast oh, on energies God. and how people can take your energy and you can give it and you give it back yep. and how to, how to protect your energy. Mm -hmm. um, and we're well, that's the, these are things we're all going to get into. Well, that's the thing. It's so funny that you're physical. <laughs> yes. It, the, the thing, it's so funny that you bring that up, Jamie, because I want to make this point 
really, really quickly. Um, I had to, because I, I am an empath as well, right? So people drain the fuck out of me. So I'm very, very careful. Me too. Very careful and very selective, by the way, of who yes. I give my energy to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's work related, I can't really help that, right? Nobody right. can help that. But in my personal life, man, I got like five people that I know. Trust me. And then that's it. Because I because that. I can't I can't be overloaded with people. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're somebody that I talk to every day, you know what I mean? Like if you're somebody yeah. then you, then you really mean a lot to me and it's because I feel some I feel you. I can feel right. you. If I can feel you, then I'm going to want to know you. And that's yeah. I've been like that for a long time. That's us. But I can that's us. I can feel you, oh, right? Me too. But I know but- I've met people and it's like I like I can feel them. There's something off. I can feel them, yes. but not in a positive way. And then it's like, I don't feel connected to you because you feel icky to me. I remember this one guy. Let me tell you this all story. The time. Oh Holy my God, shit. That happens this all motherfucker. The time <laughs> Here I am minding my own business, right? As like usual. Us- per usual. Per, per usual. usual. I'm sitting there, you know, I think it was like 11 o'clock at night. I'm at some sleazy diner with my friend, Kathy, the psychic medium, right? And then our another mutual friend, um, Amy, whatever. And Amy, like we didn't even, Kathy and I didn't even know. Amy's like, oh, I'm going to ask my guy friend to come blah, blah, hang out with us. And I'm thinking, whatever, I'm, I had pancakes in front of me and pancakes yeah, being one of my mattered. favorite food. That's all that mattered is the pancakes. pancakes. I don't give, give a shit about this guy. This guy walks in, number one, I could smell him from across the table. That was, that oh. was the first thing. And then number two, his energy was so off and he oh kept God. trying to provoke me because oh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't engage with him. I just yeah. kept my face in the pancakes. Right. Yeah. You and just he wanted kept, your pancakes. And he kept trying to, he's like poking the bear. You know what I mean by that? He's like, yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. He kept saying stuff to me. And it wasn't like he was, he wasn't saying anything derogatory or he wasn't like, but it was the way every time he spoke to me, he had like this challenge in his voice and motherfucker, that's the last thing you want to do to someone (laughs) like me, right? Do not do that because I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it every single time. And you're here for it. And finally, I just looked at him and, and I just said, hey, listen, you have the worst fucking energy I've ever felt in my life. Ever. I said, you will never see me again. I can guarantee you that. You will never see, you will never be in my presence again. That's how bad Absolutely. your energy is. And every time he opened his mouth, I just kept saying, your energy is so fucking bad. Why don't you shut your mouth? Just shut your <laughs> mouth. Your energy is so bad. Just shut your mouth. And it was like this big thing, right? But at the end of the day, it was like, I felt like I had to get into, like really defend you had myself. You right. You, you know, had, it I'm was like defend you, my sovereignty. Get the fuck out of my face. Would you like, like some syrup in your face? Flight. Oh, you, you want some of my pancake? Bitch? You want some of these pancakes, bitch? Like that's literally like, that's that's where I was. But and, you and, feel but that fight or you flight? Feel like it. you, you yeah. when you're in some when you come across someone and you feel, you know what? I have a story. Sorry, I know. Do it. Do it. Um. So back when my my dad was alive, he came to visit with my stepmom. And she's a very empathic person too. So she can, I, she can sense when things are off. So, you know, we go down to the, uh, the sandwich shop to get some sandwiches Mm -hmm. and we're standing in line and it's dark. It's, it's getting really dark. It's kind of, you know, it's about to close, but this man walks in and immediately when this man walks in, it's like her, we're all three talking and carrying on. and But immediately when this man walks in, her and I both, we just looked at each other and we kind of just, it was just like, something's not fucking right here. 
like yeah. just immediately. So we were just standing there. We both, you could, t- you could, you could tell that we both had this uneasy, just like, I got to get the hell out of here. Like mm-hmm. fuck, fuck these sandwiches. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be leaving. So we get up to order our sandwiches and you know, we're ordering and everything. And like, we're just trying to hurry it because he's just staring at us and being really sketchy and just, and then he gets up there. So we're, we're, she looks at me, she goes, we got to get the fuck out of here. Get, let's go get in the car, get in the car, mm-hmm. get in the car. And he goes up there and he orders a hamburger. We're like, <laughs> no cheese, no cheese. On, by the way, it's a sub shop. You so, were in America, right? Yeah. And no, he's on no the cheese. phone talking to somebody and kept looking at us and look like, at that moment, we got in the car and we let, that was like a setup. Like we felt it. We felt yeah. that something bad, if we weren't paying attention, something bad was going to happen. Because yeah. you don't go in a sub shop and order a cheeseburger and you're texting somebody on your phone and looking and like, it was just. I don't, but back- listen, I I wouldn't trust somebody going into a sub shop ordering a cheese or, or a hamburger I, either. Exactly. Listen, I wouldn't trust somebody ordering a hamburger <laughs> without the cheese. Like you. What do you mean you want That's a hamburger? Okay. Get the cheeseburger. What the fuck? Right. Exactly. But the fact that we felt it at the same time, and it's like the energy we felt and the fight or flight that I felt, because I just remember feeling just like the air had been like sucked out of me, just like I couldn't what breathe. What did that experience tell I, you, though? How did that? Let me ask you, because that was way before your awakening. So how was. does this? How does this experience add to had add value to your awakening and your your spiritual journey now? I have always I've proof, always isn't felt, it? It's proof because I've always felt these things. I've yeah. always had this connection with, you know, I don't know if it's the other side or just energies or vibes, but I've always been different and not in a bad way, but I'm just now honing in on it and and mm-hmm. understanding it and because I'm paying attention I'm noticing all the signs and synchronicities and and all the things that the universe wants you to understand. Um, I think another, I don't know if we can plug, but another book that Go I ahead. read. I, I'm not, yeah, under, I, I, you know, I have no issues plugging people that we value. Trust me. Yeah. Another thing. And I think you listened to her too. Linda West. She did the mm. book about this. Yes. It was the secret got, of the secrets. Yeah. You're the one who told me to get the book. <laughs> so right. I got it. I got and the audio version. Though. I got the audio too. And let me right. tell you when I listened to that and it talks about physical, you know, the frequencies and the vibrations mm-hmm. that, that resonated. really resonated yeah. so, so much. So right. those are some things I can recommend for, you know, people out there, but um, yeah, yeah I mean, are- that that's going to help you with your evolution. I mean, and that's, mm-hmm. and that's the whole point of the conversation today is to get people to understand it is not going to be one thing and your perspective can change over time depending it on your experiences. Does. You know, I mean, even I have lost my, I mean, you know, certain points of my life, like even after my awakening, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Oh, we're going to talk about the twin flame journey. We're going to talk about that. And oh, that's yeah. going to be a whole other fucking show. And yeah. at that point, <laughs> after my third round of dark night of the soul, which we're going to, we're going to loop that dark night of the soul into that conversation, I said, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do any of it anymore. I want to close the door and pretend like I never opened it because it was so traumatic for me, right? And that's the thing about spirituality, real soul growth 
it's not just the good, yes. it's the bad too, right? You got to take yep. the good with the bad. Bad, yeah. And, and you, and there's a lot of healing involved. There's a lot of, of course, you know, recognizing your own faults, uh, your shortcomings. There's, there's, mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean, it's the hardest work this Capricorn's ever done. I'll tell you well, that, that much. Yeah, that definitely will bring us into next week when we're t- discussing, you know, shadow work and, oh, you yeah, know, I'm what still are we working. Next week? Um, we're talking about oh, we're doing work. the healing journey in shadow work. journey and shadow work and and yes. um, oh. you know, I'm still working on mine, but it's going to always be a work in progress. So you're never going to fully heal. No, you're never going to no. fully heal. We'll talk about that next week, though. For sure, we're um, going to talk about that next week. Um, yep. Yeah. No, this, this was been, great. Yeah, this has been a great this conversation. Any any last uh, words of wisdom that you want to give to the listeners um, out there about? I mean, I think. I Honestly, think the one thing I would say, yeah, go ahead, is there's a little voice inside of you. You might call it your gut instinct, or you might call it your con- subconscious. But that mm. listen, listen to that person, listen to that gut instinct, follow it, see where yes. it takes you. Use your um, own common sense, goddamn it. Yeah, p- please. Um, <laughs> please pick up a book, read, research, mm-hmm. research. There's yes, the internet does have both good and bad and ugly, but yeah. find, find a book, um, yeah. you know, write us, email us. We're happy to yeah. answer any questions. Sure. Or, of course. Um, and yeah, just trust that little voice inside of you because nine times out of 10, it, it's going to lead you in the to right further discover. It may not yes. lead you to the right place, but it's going to get you further down the road. It's going to get way, you further right? down the road. Right. Yeah, and my little my little last uh, tidbit of advice for people um, is be gentle with yourself. You know, for I sure. mean, if, especially if you come from a, a very religious or background, um, you're mm-hmm. be ready for your foundation to be shook. Okay. To be, yes, to be rocked because for sure. It's, it's going to be rocked, but in the end, you're going to find yourself, and that's what this. God damn it, that's what this is about. Find yes. yourself, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, find uh, yourself, and don't be afraid yourself. to explore yourself. Another. Thing is that you know if you are with someone if you have a spouse that maybe not understand your new yeah, journey or family members it's, whoever it's okay because this is your personal journey yeah they don't have to understand they don't have to understand but gosh damn it they better support just support well they don't even have person. to support you either that's what standing in your sovereignty is about is nobody has well, to mean, support you really just well you know you 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 get on your bike and you go down your own road and, and honestly <laughs> you ride you, that fucking bike. You just keep pedaling those fucking pedals and you're going to get to where you need to get to. You are. You are. Uh, I can tell you a hundred percent. And like I said, I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. I wouldn't give my sovereignty up for anything, for nothing. Um, not when it comes to my own development, my soul growth. Um, there's no way, there's no way I'll give it up. And um, if people in my life don't support that, there's the fucking door. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to yeah. say. There's the door. And that's, that's difficult, but um, it's, it's something that needs to be said because uh, a lot of times people stay in the, in the, you know, belief systems that they feel that they've outgrown because yeah. there's, they're fearful that the people around them, you know, yeah. um, won't understand and they won't accept it. And it's just like, what do you care what do you what do you care at the end of the day, man? You know yeah. your soul's going with you, their soul's going with them. Who cares at the end of the day? Um, but anyway, I mean, I I love this conversation. I love I love the show this week, and mm-hmm. um, want to thank everybody. For, yeah, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Join us again next Wednesday for another original podcast. 
Um, that's going to be the healing journey and the shadow work, as Jamie mentioned earlier. Don't forget to check out our website, which is www.metaphysicalworldwide.com. Yep. And there you can read our weekly blogs, check out our services, and you can even book a free 30-minute consultation with either Jen or myself. We also want to know if you have a desire to help people and maybe this conversation has sparked something inside of you and you're ready to help somebody else on their journey, you can enroll in our intuitive life coaching course and much more. Remember, no matter where you are in your journey, our purpose is you.